Welcome to Chapter One with Houston Public Library, where we give you just enough story to get you hooked. This episode features Planet Tad by Tim Carvel, read by Leona. This title is intended for tweens and is suitable for most audiences, recorded with permission of Simon and Schuster. Chapter One, January. January One, Mood, mm, Sleepy. Hello, world. My name is Tad. I am 12 years old and a 7th grader at Lakeville Middle School. This is my school, and this is our mascot. We're the Lakeville Middle School Pirates. I guess because of the Lakeville? Although, come to think of it, you find pirates in the ocean, not in a lake. Ugh, our mascot's like some kind of lame lake pirate. Uh, The more I think about it, the more I realize that our mascot sucks. Anyway, this is my new blog which I am starting today on the new computer I got for Christmas. It's actually my dad's old computer. He got a new computer and let me have his old one. Not that I'm complaining. There are some things you can't use and then give to someone else like underwear or toothbrushes, but I don't think computers are one of them. I've decided to start a blog because I have a lot of important things to share with the world and also to try and get Natalie Portman to go out with me. <laughs> I'm just kidding about that second part. Although, if you're Natalie Portman and you're reading this, like if you Googled yourself or something, hi. I live in Lakeville with my parents and my little sister, Sophie. She's seven years old. She's okay, even though she's not as good at sneaking up on me as she thinks she is. For instance, right now, I can tell she is standing right behind me reading over my shoulder. Hi, Sophie. Just heard her trip over something as she ran out of my room. <laughs> Awesome. Starting this blog is one of my five New Year's resolutions. The other four are, one, finish seventh grade, two, figure out how to do a kickflip on my skateboard, three, get girls to notice me, four, finally start shaving. So, one down, four to go. January 2nd. Mood annoyed. Ugh, I can't concentrate. Sophie's in her room practicing her oboe recital Friday night. She's been playing that same five-minute song over and over for an hour, and it's not even a good song. Actually, on second thought, I don't think there's such a thing as a good oboe song. January 3rd. Mood. Medium. My best friend Chuck came over tonight to hang out. He saw that I got a new computer and asked what games I have. We poked around on it, but because it's my dad's computer, it doesn't really have any games on it. And still, it's got Photoshop. So we spent a little while playing around with that. For instance, this is what Sophie would look like if she had the head of a dinosaur. Oh, I call her Sophie Rex. I think it's an improvement. January 4. Mood distracted. Bad news. Sophie found a printout of Sophie Rex and showed it to my parents. They say I'm not allowed to Photoshop pictures of Sophie anymore. Yeah, of course. They didn't say anything about Photoshopping pictures of them. They looked really beautiful on their wedding day. (laughs) January 5th. Mood? (sighs) Sleepy. I wonder if spiders have their own version of Spider-Man, where a spider gets bitten by a radioactive human and winds up being able to read and balance his checkbook. January 6th. Mood? Stuffed. Tonight, my parents made me go to Sophie's oboe recital. On our way in, I picked up a program and saw that Sophie would be playing My Heart Will Go On from Titanic. 
I looked at my parents and whispered, did you know that's the song she's been practicing for the last month? My dad said, nope. And my mom said, never would have guessed it in a million years. And then they made me promise to tell Sophie that she'd done a great job. Afterwards, we went out to dinner and my dad ordered spaghetti and meatballs and I ordered the same thing. The waitress said, all right, you'll have biscotti and meatballs. And I said, no, spaghetti. And she said, you're 13 or under, right? And I said, I'm 12. And she said, well, if you're 13 or under, you can order from the kids menu where it's spelled biscotti. Then she whispered, look, if you say biscotti, it's $3 cheaper. And I said, I'm not going to mispronounce spaghetti on purpose. And my dad said, come on, Tad. And I said, I'm ordering spaghetti and meatballs for you. If it's worth $3 to you to have to say biscotti and meatballs, you can order for me. And my dad thought about it for a second, and then he said, We'll have two orders of spaghetti and meatballs, please. January 8. Mood embarrassed. I've been doing the Sudoku puzzle in our newspaper for a year now, and I just found out that Sudoku is a Japanese word, which made me feel stupid because for all this time, I thought the puzzles were called Sudoku because they were made by a woman named Sudoku. I even imagined what she looked like. She's 60 and lives alone with a lot of cats and spends her days filling in grids of numbers then erasing almost all of them. January 9. Mood smooth. When Chuck came to school today, he asked me, do you notice anything different? I looked at him for a while and the only thing I noticed was that he was a little more dandruffy than usual, but that didn't seem like the right thing to say. And then he said, I shaved, which makes it official. I'm the last guy in the seventh grade to shave. Well, second to last, there's Dan Kramer, but he skipped two grades and is like 10, so he doesn't count. I don't know why it's taking me so long. There are girls in my class with more hair on their faces than me. Not that I envy that either, but still. January 10th. Mood bored. In English today, Mr. Parker had us spend the whole day diagramming sentences at the blackboard. Diagramming sentences is like a combination of the worst parts of doing math with the worst parts of doing English. It's a total waste of time because you can either speak English or you can't, and if you can't, there's no point in drawing lines all over your sentences. Doug Spivak thinks that gooder means the same thing as better, and no amount of diagramming sentences will fix that. I asked Dad at dinner whether there's any job where you have to diagram sentences, and he said, teaching middle school kids English. January 11th. Mood annoyed. Today, Mr. Parker had us diagram sentences again. I told him I didn't want to have to keep doing this because the only job where you have to diagram sentences is middle school teacher, and I plan on doing something better than that. He didn't say anything. He just got very quiet and gave us all a pop quiz on diagramming sentences. I got a D. January 12th. Mood confused. Last night, Sophie was watching Lady and the Tramp, and I watched a little bit of it with her. It got to the scene where the tramp takes Lady to the restaurant, and the owner brings them the plate of spaghetti and meatballs and sings and plays a song on the accordion for them. And I started to wonder, what's the chef's story? How do you wind up running a restaurant that serves pasta to dogs? Is that his whole business? Or does he only do it as a sideline? Do the dogs pay him somehow? How does he stay in business? Is he mentally ill? And what about the other kitchen workers? Are they just humoring him? Ugh, the dog stuff is nice, what with the nose pushing of the meatball and everything. But it seems to me like there's a far more interesting movie going on right behind them. January 13th. Mood happy. 
So we were assigned Watership Down in Mr. Parker's English class. We've been reading it for a few weeks now, and today, during class, Doug Spivak raised his hand and said, Hey, wait a minute. This is about rabbits, isn't it? (laughs) I don't know why this is even surprising. Doug's repeated seventh grade twice and is the guy who, until he was 10, thought the International House of Pancakes restaurants were actually all made out of pancakes. He's not the sharpest knife in the drawer. In fact, he's more like a spoon or something sharpness-wise. January 14. Mood curious. My dad's taking fish oil to lower his cholesterol. Whenever I see the bottle, it cracks me up because I like to imagine it's supposed to be squirted into squeaky fish. (laughs) January 16. Mood nervous. Today in health class, Mrs. Lewis told us that we needed to learn about what it would be like to be a parent. So she paired us off and gave every pair an egg to take care of, like it's a baby and we're its parents. One of us has to keep it with us at all times until Friday, and if it breaks, we get an F on the project. I got paired with Lori Watson, the co-captain of the field hockey team. It could have been worse. Chuck got paired with Sam Turner, the defensive tackle for our football team. When Chuck and Sam asked why, Mrs. Lewis said, Families come in all different configurations. Plus, we have more boys than girls in this class. After it got our egg, Lori asked me what we should name the baby. She said she was thinking of maybe naming it Catherine, but then we could call it Kate or Katie for short. I just stared at her and said, Lori, it's an egg. And she said, oh, okay, fine, be like that, but I'm calling it Catherine. And then she ignored me for the rest of class. I feel like our egg baby is going to have a lot of trouble at home. Meanwhile, Chuck was fighting with Sam over their egg. Chuck wanted to name it Chuck Jr., while Sam wanted to name it Sam Jr. If they asked me, I would have suggested compromising and calling their baby Suck. It's probably a good thing they didn't ask me. Welcome to Chapter 1 with Houston Public Library, where we give you just enough story to get you hooked. This episode features Planet Tad by Tim Carvel, read by Leona. This title is intended for tweens and is suitable for most audiences, recorded with permission of HarperCollins. Collins.